everybody, welcome to the SideDev Cybersecurity minicast number 12. Uh, on our Twitch stream here, it says minicast number 13, but I, I miscounted. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, changing up our format here. Mike and I are actually together today recording. It's the first time in what, two years, Mike? Two years, yeah. Uh, I think like episode one, two, maybe three were recorded live together, and then. Uh, we both, I moved to Texas, where you are now, and you moved up to good old St. Louis. Louis, so, yeah. But I'm down here for a month and a half with, with Mike here, yeah. so we're going to be doing a couple episodes, all live, all together, uh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. So... Uh, you might have noticed we have some new intro music for those of you who are listening uh, to the podcast after the recording. That is from our awesome friends, uh, Giant Monsters on the, on the Horizon, whose awesome bracelet I lost accidentally the other day. And I am so sad about that, just realizing now that I lost it while uh, pub crawling. <laughs> That'll happen. So if you're listening, guys, I need a new bracelet. <laughs> Two? Two? Yeah, yeah. We will have links to them up on our website uh, because they were gracious enough to produce some unique tracks for us. Nice. Yeah, so at least we can do is uh, throw a little love their way. Absolutely. Uh, I got an interesting story to talk about today, Mike. What is your interesting story that we're going to talk about? Today, I want to talk about a story that we talked about, uh, I believe it was a year ago, actually. A year ago? A year ago. We're bringing it back. Is it um, a year ago today? That would be really funny if it was. Uh, you know, I don't know, but it's pretty pretty darn close for sure. Uh, Yahoo now thinks all 3 billion of their accounts were impacted by the 2013 breach. No. Not the 1 billion that they originally said. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Do a little recap and uh, kind of tell you all what that means uh, for our listeners and for you all out there in cybersecurity land. And uh, for our second story that we're going to be covering here, it's not so much of a holy crap, uh, everything's burning down around us kind of story. It's, uh, it's more of a, hey, this is something you should watch out for uh, because it could potentially become something catastrophic to your, uh, your lamp setup. No, I don't mean a light lamp. I mean a, a lamp stack application. But we're going to have Mike kick off his story here, because this is a little bit more interesting, and mine's a little bit more dry, and <laughs> a little bit more educational, and so we're, we're going to so leave Mike, with the good stuff. We're going to leave with the good stuff, All Mike. Right, let's leave with the good stuff. All right, so like I just said, um, Yahoo just this past week released um, that they now think that all 30, bi or 30, not 30 billion, that's a lot of numbers, way too many. 3 billion of their accounts. You know, it would be amazing if Yahoo had 30 billion users, because that's more users than people on the planet. Everybody has like 3 or 4, maybe 5. That would be way too many, amazing. Way too many Yahoo accounts. Nobody needs that many Yahoo accounts. Um, yeah, so correction, 3 billion accounts were impacted by the 2013 breach, not 1 billion as, we had as they had originally said and as we had talked about uh, about a year ago. If you don't remember, um, you know, if you don't have Yahoo, you, you might not remember, because if you don't have Yahoo, you're really not impacted by it. But internet giant uh, Yahoo, they had a massive security breach back in 2013. Well, basically, since that time, they have been going through the data, and they have learned um, new evidence has come about, and, and basically that everybody that had an account 
has been impacted by that. This includes all people who have Yahoo email and all people who have registered for any other Yahoo service. So if you had Flickr or Fantasy Sports, anything like that, you were also affected by it. Oh no, not my fantasy football. Fantasy football with Flickr? What is Flickr? Uh, Flickr was a, an, an imaging sharing service. Oh. Kind of like a photo bucket or imager wow. that we use today. Uh, but Flickr, you could like lock down personal folders and stuff and like give people access to certain folders and whatnot. Never used it. Yeah. Never had the need to. So a lot of people used Flickr back in the day and didn't realize the privacy settings in that service. Mm -hmm. And so people would post a lot of really private things. And uh, <laughs> I see where this is going. And it, that, that stuff would get scraped and then go all over the internet. So, you know, Yahoo was, I guess, one of the precursors of like, hey, you should check your privacy settings. Hey, don't do all. Or, or look at them. <laughs> uh, Alright. I just learned something because I never used Flickr. So Yahoo's out now actually part of Oath um, after it was acquired by Verizon for $4.5 billion and merged with AOL, which also owns TechCrunch. So they tried to mitigate this blow um, and this new information today by noting that when the 2013 breach was discovered and disclosed, in 2016, three years later, the company took action to protect all accounts. So what they're saying is, is if you were, obviously if you had a Yahoo account back in 2013, or Flickr, or Fantasy Sports, basically it didn't matter if you were part of the 1 billion or not, they took into account all accounts and, and set up uh, settings to help with that. So of those, um, what Yahoo did back in 2016, they actually put measures in place and while basically directly notifying impacted users identified at the time, they required password changes and invalidating unencrypted security questions and answers so that people could not, so that information couldn't be used to access accounts. Um, because Yahoo said it took action to protect all accounts previously, no additional notifications regarding the cookie forging activity, which was um, what was used before, um, are being sent in connection with this update. Um, obviously, it is being reported on because you might not have you might have been notified and been like, ah, I wasn't part of it and didn't do anything, which is not what you should do. Um, ever, ever. Hopefully, that's not the case. Anytime something comes out, you know, this is per personally for me. Anytime something comes out that. Um, you know, if it's a company that I use or product I use and there's been some kind of breach in their security, I automatically go through, make sure, you know, check my settings as well as change my passwords and update uh, security questions as well. Because the last thing you want to do is have somebody have access to, you know, your security questions and just be like, oh, I left them, left them all the same. You should also always uh, check out Have I Been Pwned? as a fantastic website absolutely that has uh, a list of all the accounts that have been uh, compromised in different compromises and just type in your accounts information now I mean your accounts information just, just your your email your, your email, email address, address. <laughs> don't type in your password don't type in anything else yeah just type in your email address and then uh, it'll search all this databases and tell you yes or no if I have been uh, pwned or not, which is very, very handy. Yeah. It's a, it's a all-in-one, have I been screwed? 
database that we know of. Yeah. Have I been screwed? Um, so honestly, other than the other two billion people that just found out this week that they were um, affected by this initial security breach, um, Verizon is also a pretty big loser in this <laughs> because they bought Yahoo. They bought Yahoo at a discount because of what had already been found out by the breach. $350 million to be exact. I feel like they should get some money back. I feel like they should too. They should do a partial refund. Yeah, they definitely spent way too much money. So if you think about it, they, they bought them for $4.5 billion. They got a $350 million discount for 1 billion people. They need another $700 million coming back to them. Why would you buy Yahoo? I have no idea. Yahoo's one of those dying <laughs> services. Yep. Well, they also have AOL, so, I mean, they're just, they're just buying up places left and right. AOL Instant Messenger is stopping this December. Yep. That's going to be a sad day, actually. Why would you... Why are they buying all these old companies? <laughs> Nostalgia? I have no idea. Or are, or are they the ones buying them and then shutting them down? But why buy them and shut them down? They're not competing. There's a lot of old people that still use the services that they want. <laughs> I'm using Trillion. Hey, don't hate on Trillion. No, Trillion was awesome. Trillion was the best thing to happen during um, AOL IM for AIM. What else was I going to use to manage my Yahoo, AOL, ICQ? No, Trillion. Trillion was it. Nowadays, you don't even need it. I know, it's so sad. Yeah. We have Google. <laughs> Google. Google lets you sign into everything. Yeah. Hey, Google or Facebook. Which I hate that. I don't use Facebook. I don't either, but I, I hate the fact that every web page I go onto has a thing saying, um, like, hey, sign in with your Facebook account. No. I'm not going to do that. I don't have a social media presence. I have Twitter. That was a joke. Because yeah. we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter. And Twitter. That's it, though. It's, I have Twitter, and I have Twitter for this. I have that's, a, that's about it. I have a minimal... Social media platform presence, just a web page, Twitter, <laughs> Twitch, but no, no social media at all. No, it's fine. Yeah, I don't post photos anywhere except on Twitter. Except on Twitter, my wife posts photos. She gets the Facebook. God, wives, they're just the worst. <laughs> I'm kidding. Love you, honey. <laughs> I didn't say it. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So going back to Verizon, they should definitely be refunded at least seven hundred million. Or just not buy Yahoo. I, uh, that would be my recommendation. Stop buying old companies. Yeah, you don't need Yahoo or AOL because um, those are companies that are programs that nobody uses anymore. Or if they do use Yahoo, they use it to go to Google. <laughs> like I'm going to Yahoo search Google, and then get to a better to a real search engine. That reminds me. Have you ever watched uh, Parks and Rec? Yes. <laughs> when Gary. Or Larry, or Larry, Jerry, Jerry, his many names, goes to altavista.com to search what is the website for Google. And that's how he normally goes to Google, is through AltaVista. through AltaVista. <laughs> that sounds about right. I feel like, I, th I think that proves your point of it's older people using Yahoo. And it's kind of like Bing. People Google and find Google through Bing. Yeah. Bing, Google. I hate that. Yeah, that's another thing. So when Bing is automatically set up as the search, you know, the search engine for a um, internet browser, 
and you type in the search bar www.google.com and it's, it brings you to Bing search of like, oh, are you talking about Google? Obviously I was talking about Google. I put it in the search bar. Or the address bar. I put it in the address bar to go to Google. I do not want to go to Bing. No, you inferior product. <laughs> I don't want to use you. This is not what I was trying to do. Take, take me to what I obviously mean and you're telling me I obviously mean. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. It's fun harassing old products. It is. As, a, as I'm on my Windows machine. We're going to get Bing's assist letters. Bing still sucks. <laughs> Cortana pops up and shits down the computer. Yeah. On you. What nope. did you say about Bing? Nope, I've got that blocked as well. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to go on another tangent with that. Um, so Verizon came out in a statement this week as well after obviously having purchased uh, Yahoo. Um, and Verizon states, they are committed to the highest standards of accountability and transparency, and we proactively work to ensure the safety and security of our users and networks in an evolving landscape of online threats. This is from the Chief IO, or Chief Information Security Officer of Verizon. Our investment in Yahoo is allowing that team to continue to make significant steps to enhance their security, as well as benefit from Verizon's experience and resources. I still don't know why they bought Yahoo. I don't. We need to ask them that. Yeah. Hey, Verizon, why did you buy a Yahoo? You know, I gotta go pick up my, my new phone tomorrow from the Verizon store down the street. I'm just gonna walk in and ask the clerk, why did you buy <laughs> Yahoo? They probably don't even know they bought it. <laughs> don't look at me so confused. <laughs> Sir, would you like a more expensive data plan? No. No, no, no. no, no. Please, no. please no, Verizon. No, what I want to know is why you bought Yahoo. For the affected users, um, we talked about this last year, but obviously uh, it needs to be said again because two two billion more people have been affected. Don't buy Yahoo. Don't buy Yahoo. <laughs> uh, for the affected accounts, uh, Yahoo said uh, stolen user account information may have included names, email addresses, telephone numbers, date of birth, hashed passwords using MD5, and in some cases encrypted or unencrypted security questions and answers. That's a lot of information. That is a lot of information. That is a lot of PII, for sure. Um, so again, you know, I'm going to go back to what I said before. If you have Yahoo, or if you have been affected by any kind of security breach, obviously we had Equifax over the summer, the Equifax breach over the summer, which affects a lot of people. The biggest thing you can do, the best thing you can do, uh, unfortunately with Equifax, you're kind of... Canosed. There's not really a lot you can do with that. Um, that's not like an account you create. If you have any kind of credit, you have an account with them. Or you have it, they have your information. Um, but with social media, with email, with any kind of product uh, where you have a login, username, and password, and security questions, your best thing to do is to actually, you know, go in and check. Um, do the, uh, you know, have I been pwned? And then. Um, if, if something pops up that you didn't know about, go in, change your password, change your security questions and answers, and do the best you can to, to mitigate that, that loss. That's a good list of stuff for you to do. I mean, that's, that's really it. So uh, moving from people that have been pwned to uh, you know potentially being pwned, Apache Tomcat has a uh, vulnerability uh, that you should patch. It's uh, CVE 2017-12617. That sounds really good. Does it have a cool name? 
No, it doesn't. Because it's not like a really big, cool vulnerability. Uh, so many versions of Apache Tomcat, specifically 9.0.0.m1 to 9.0.0, uh, 8.5.0 to 8.5.22, uh, 8.00 RC1 to 8046, uh, and then also 700 to 7081, uh, have a uh, remote code execution vulnerability via a JSP upload. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this one's actually kind of cool, also kind of crappy at the same time. So when running with HTTP puts enabled uh, via setting the read-only initialization initialization parameter of uh, default servlet to false, it is possible to upload a JSP file to the server via a specially crafted uh, request. This JSP could be requested and any code it contains will be executed by the server. Nice. Uh, so you could write a JSP to do uh, an OS system call to read whatever files you want to read. Nice. Yeah. Not, well, not, not nice, but, but nice. So if the default servlet is configured with parameter read-only set to false, or the web dev servlet is enabled with the parameter read-only set to false, the configuration would allow any unauthenticated user to upload files. Yeah, it was discovered that the filter that prevents that uh, can be circumvented by doing this. So what does that all mean? How, how is this actually executed? Well, uh, it's actually pretty easy to execute. You just use a, what's called a, a put packet, right? So I actually built uh, a little VM mm -hmm. that was vulnerable to this uh, here just to try it out. Uh, and I used Burp Suite, the free version of Burp Suite. I did a, a git request and then I altered the git request to a put request, put the contents of a JSP into the, the packet and told it to put a, uh, a JSP file to a location on the server and sure enough, it created the file on the server. Nice. And then I was able to browse to it and then I executed code. That's crazy. So I wrote a little, a little bit of code to echo requests, you know, echoing out a file to me to and catting files out, I tried a couple different things. Yeah. Uh, and it just printed right to my server, uh, right to my web browser. That's not good. No. No. No, not, not, not good at all. Uh, so the misconfiguration is found in the web.xml file. Um, so you, there's two different things that you can do here. You can either uh, upgrade to the newest version, which is always the best thing to do. Yeah. Always upgrading to the newer versions. Um, but first, ensure it doesn't break whatever application you're running, you know. Yeah. Always test. Testing is vital. Testing, testing. Test on an environment, then upgrade, or uh, go to the web.xml uh, file uh, and then edit it uh, from the read only parameter and just set um, read only to, to true, not false. Seems like an easy fix. It is. It's a it's a really easy fix, but like I said before, um, it's nothing huge or sexy. But this is something that could be potentially catastrophic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, banking websites or anything like that that may have Apache Tomcat running with this vulnerability, 
if somebody just quickly installs Apache Tomcat and stands up a LAMP stack uh, and then they, they leave without doing security minded work, yeah. then this could be a huge problem Absolutely. for people. If you want to see if you're vulnerable to this, just simply go to the, the web.xml file in the uh, Tomcat file structure. Uh, it's in the configs folder. Mm -hmm. Just look there, open it up, read through, and, and find if it's uh, set to true or false, which is a really easy thing to identify. Yeah. Which is uh, another reason why I wanted to cover this, because it's a quick fix. Yeah. Either update, and it can update. Quick identification, quick fix. Yeah. True to false. False to true. False to true. Don't go true to false. If you go true to false, Congratulations. <laughs> You've now opened yourself up to it. False to true. Also, another potentially bad thing about this is um, if somebody guesses your file structure, right? Or actually, they could do a put request and uh, do OS system commands to be able to uh, list the file structure uh, out to the browser. You can also do a delete request. I wasn't even thinking about doing a delete request. So I was simply thinking about pulling information. Yeah, not only can somebody pull information, but they can also go in and do a delete request and just delete everything yes. from the file structure. Or if they do OS system calls, they can open up a back door into the server if they wanted to. Yeah. This has a lot of really, 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 really bad possibilities. Oh, absolutely. From a web pen tester, I'm like, Holy crap. Yeah. Check your stuff. This is insane. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Definitely check your stuff. That's all I have to say about that. That's what all I have to say about that. It was just a, a quick little mini episode just to get us back into the swing of things. That's why we only covered two topics tonight here. But it's good to be back. It is. It's, it's very, very fun. Um, Our last one was in March. Yeah. It's a long time. It was a long time ago. Work has definitely gotten in the way. We've both been traveling, and um, you know, that's the, it's the the fun thing about the job is you get to travel and, and do something you love to do, and this is our giving back. So, yeah, you know, I haven't been home for more than, like, four weeks in the past seven months. Fair enough. Okay, I'm not traveling quite as much as he is. <laughs> Still traveling, but not, not that much. Typically just a couple weeks at a time when I'm at home for a couple months. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely miss this. Glad to be back. And so what do you say, Mike? You want to do this next week or the week after? Yeah, you pull up that calendar. Oh, pull up. You pull it up. So in two weeks, that's the weekend of the 27th, that is the hack retreat. Oh, yeah. So we will not do it that weekend. We could do it next weekend. So two weeks from the 20th. We'll do the 20th. All right, you heard it, boys and girls. We will uh, be back on the 20th. Uh, for our next episode. Yeah, so this will be Side F Mini Cast actual number 13. Alright, so just a quick little recap. Mike discussed <laughs> getting pwned and Yahoo. Yes, and what our takeaway from that was um, Verizon shouldn't buy Yahoo. Um, nobody should buy Yahoo. Nobody should buy Yahoo. Two billion more customers than originally thought were affected by the 2013 breach that came out in 2016. The takeaway was to change your passwords 
update your security questions and answers and make sure that they are not something that you have used before. Yeah, and go to Have I Been Pwned to check and see if you have been pwned. And I discussed, of course, uh, that server flaw, yep. like literally five seconds ago. Well, five seconds ago, but the takeaway from that was to check your web.xml file for read only being set to false. Yep. If set it's false, said it's true. Said it's true. Make your stuff read only. Don't let people put or delete stuff, people. All right. I was your host, Raymond Evans, and he was my fantabulous co-host, Michael Fairweather. Stay safe. Keep your network safe, and have a week.